Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 147. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back to another episode of questioning what you think and how you think and what you've accepted as normal, all with the goal of experiencing greater levels of freedom and fulfillment. And note those key words, greater levels, because we're starting this way intentionally. It's so easy as a human to see what we don't have and where we're not, where we want to be, where we should be, rather than to see and see the beauty in what we have where we're at today. And freedom. Think of all the freedoms you enjoy. Like I think back to active duty and I had freedoms back then. I had a regular paycheck, incredible health care, both for me and my family. I had a choice when it came to my specialty in medicine. I had some choice on practice location and practice type. I got to choose academic family medicine. And I had freedom when my commitment was up. I could stay or I could go. So at a time that I could easily focus on all the freedoms I didn't have, because it's easy to generate a long list, I also had freedom. The same is true for fulfillment. It's easy to see what's wrong, what's holding us back, how life could be more satisfying, rather than to look at the fulfillment that we have right now. Here are some examples. It's 101 degrees outside and I have fulfillment because I am inside with a temperature I get to choose. There's fulfillment in the relationships that I've created, nurtured, held onto, or been granted grace. That's a big one. (laughs) The ones that I have been granted grace and someone else held on to stay in the relationship. Freedom in career choices, in career pivots, freedom in my core values to create them and live them even when I fumble. And my friends, I do. (laughs) Before we go into today's episode, consider spending a few minutes right now just listing out your freedoms. Here's some basic ones like breathing without supplemental oxygen, huge. Being able to feed yourself, moving without any assistance, the abilities to smell, taste, hear, see. You can add those to your list. And write down your fulfillment, like what you have fulfillment in, the who's, who in your life, the what what you've created, accomplished, experienced, where, where your life has gone, the effort it took to get there, the hard decisions you've made that created greater strength. Those are all sources of fulfillment. And this is the good stuff, my friends, celebrating where we're at, finding reasons to celebrate where we're at, even in the midst of an ordinary day, even if you aren't feeling great about yourself, if you aren't feeling great physically, emotionally, finding those things, finding those sources of freedom and fulfillment and celebrating them because it generally leads to experiencing more of both. Moving on to today's episode, I've been thinking a lot about what it takes to really be successful with big goals because I don't buy into luck or magic or that people are born with it or some people have it easier and I don't buy into there's a right way or a right goal. I come from a family whose income was from a steel mill and a bank. No college education, no tutoring, no private education, no real knowledge on the process of college other than get good grades and apply. And I think about how far I've come. 
and what it took to travel down this road, like the what it took to travel in a forward and positive way. And then I think about the detours and the giving up and the doing things entirely wrong and the times that I've just tried to throw it all away or I actually did. And what was missing during those times? Like what, have, what would have helped to stay aligned and stay committed? Essentially working to understand at a visceral level what it takes to truly accomplish something great, something big for which there is no clear path, no personalized plan. Two weeks ago, we talked about motivation and creating a life of consistency that doesn't require it. We also talked about nurturing and encouraging motivation to show up and celebrating when it's present. That was episode 145. And some of that comes into play in this episode. Today, we're talking more about the pathway to success. It's not lined with motivation, although it's nice when it's present. It's not filled with an enormous bank account, also nice when that's present. It doesn't come with everything that we need in advance. That simply doesn't exist. And how we grow is through challenge, through adversity, through overcoming obstacles, which means we have to get in the game and play and we're going to get dirty. We're going to get hurt. We're not going to have everything we need because again, everything we need in advance, it's not here right now. There's a young woman in our life who's amazing. It was her birthday recently. And the most perfect gift I could think of was a coupon for cash to put towards her goal, whatever it is that she's working towards or saving for or dreaming about. She's got a list, like a mental list. So this coupon can be cashed whenever she's ready to purchase or place a down payment or make a payment. She gets to decide when that is and what that will be towards. And this was an intentional gift intentionally serving as a reminder that what she wants and what she's working towards is super important and worth staying committed to and that she'll get there and here's something that's going to help her go a little bit faster, which is the focus of today's episode, staying committed. Staying committed when the newness is worn off, when you're far enough away from where you started, like you can't see that place that you started and you also can't see the destination. It's so easy and normal to lose sight and to let that left brain dominate, that left brain bully and say things like, it's not worth it. That was too big. You took on too much. You're not the kind of person that can do that. This doesn't matter. It was silly. It wasn't realistic. Yep. That's all left brain bullying. And chances are your mind does it too. The bullying, the demeaning, the throwing a tantrum when things aren't happening fast enough, all of our minds do that. And today we're talking about staying committed, right? Because all of that is defeating. It leads to quitting or throwing it all away. But that's not what we want. We want to stay committed. My friends, there are lots of reasons to lose hope in the U.S. right now. You've probably noticed we're over two years into a pandemic. People are still getting sick with COVID. There are all kinds of things going on financially, politically, religiously that are polarizing and creating a ton of fear. It's so easy to believe that it's time to abandon ship and give up. So how do you stay committed? Especially when what you're working towards no longer feels like it's as important as the other stuff that's going on or feels as important as it once did. Well, here are five offerings for your journey to help you stay committed. The first is to look at how you're judging what you want. I hear it so often. 
I have so much that others don't have. I shouldn't want for more. Or I should be happy with what I have. Or I've come so far, I don't need more. Or this problem goal, it's not important. Look at all the people that are suffering from these other things. This is so minor. All of that is simply judgment. Judgment of you, of your goal, of what you're working towards. And that judgment only serves to minimize it, meaning your goal, and you, which is both demoralizing and defeating. Notice how I started out. I didn't say, are you judging yourself and your goal? No. How are you doing it? (laughs) That's what I asked. How are you doing it? Because chances are it's showing up and showing up on a regular basis. If it's not, like there's zero evidence of judgment in your experience, then simply be aware. This is a common threat to staying committed. Don't buy into it. I've come so far from where I've started and I'm thankful and I'm working towards greater. Here's why. And here's what I remind myself of. The more freedom and fulfillment in my life, the more I have to offer others who are on the pathway to create it for themselves. The more I have to share with others to reduce suffering and to help others really experience their greatness and their uniqueness, identify their superpowers and start using them in service, in benefit to others. That's how things change. The more capability I have to change trajectories towards authenticity, courage, empowerment, honesty, my core values, the more capability I have at an individual level or a small group level or an organizational level, the more lives that are impacted for the better. Judgment will get us nowhere ever. It keeps us stuck and it's a condescending voice that only serves to slow us down or stop any progress. So notice how it's showing up for you. Number two, surround yourself with reminders, frequent reminders of who you are and what you're working towards. An example was covered in 134, episode 134, Unwavering Faith. And that was having a mission mindset and execution page, essentially a one-page document that lists out the what, what you're doing, the mindset needed to achieve it, the action steps that need to be performed. So that's one example. You are most welcome to go listen to that episode too in support of staying committed. Here are some other places and ideas. The screensaver on your phone or when you open, without opening your phone, you just look at the time, some type of picture or reminder of what you're working towards, what life is going to look like and feel like for you or somebody else, what the results are going to be reminders that pop up automatically. You can set reminders. Hey, remember this. You can do it on a daily basis or several times per day to really remind you to get back to that space, who you are, what you're working towards, why this matters. Accountability partners, that's a great way to have a reminder. People that you're honest with, like the ones that you talk about what's really happening on the inside and talk about what's happening on the outside but really honest with where you're at, what you're struggling with, what you've been successful in, and what the next steps are. Other ways to have reminders, surround yourself with reminders, are through daily practices like writing, journaling, meditating, both to get back to the why and to bring awareness to what you're thinking and offer the opportunity to clean it up. The reason for all of this is to continually remind 
and recommit, to buy into it all over again, and to use that as a source of energy. This is who I am. This is who I'm becoming. This is what I'm working towards. This is how life will change, how it will look, how it will feel for myself and others. This is the reason. Before we go on, staying committed makes the assumption that you've already established your why. You know the purpose, you know the value. So we're not covering that. That part is set. We're talking about how you get back to it so that you stay in alignment and you stay focused. Number three, write down your own progress and own it. Own it. Own your work, your ideas, your achievements, your advancements, your consistency, your learning. Own your failures because failure is progress. It means you've been taking action. Even if the action didn't turn out how you wanted, you're taking action. And that is progress. The more proud you feel of yourself, the more momentum you will have to keep moving forward. And when it's when you're working on something big, something you've never done before, something that's going to take months to accomplish, maybe even years, it's essential to write down your progress and own it at least on a weekly basis. You need that momentum internally because you may or may not be seeing progress externally, especially when your goal is big. Number four, be part of a tribe. We can't do the great things alone. Entropy sets in and it's so believable and real. And we start chasing rabbits down holes and we forget what's important. And then we backtrack and we think we're doing it all wrong. A tribe, that's a group of growth-minded individuals that have also experienced failure and kept going. A tribe that you allow to see you on the inside meaning the tender inside, when things aren't going well, when things aren't as you think they should be. So seeing the inside of you, not just the outside of you. And a tribe can be any size. One person is enough. So there may be one, there may be many. Start with one. The requirement is really that you are seen, heard, and accountable. The tribe is going to help you remember who you are and what you're doing. And the question And they will start to question when you're veering or changing. Hey, what's happening? What's going on? Why are you making those decisions? The tribe will also help you celebrate the victories along the way, including the victory of standing back up after you fall down. So you may notice common excuses for not having a tribe, either noticing these excuses come up just as I'm talking about it, or hear these excuses from others. Oh, no one's going to understand it takes too much time. People won't be honest. I don't need it. It's not a big deal. I can self-motivate. Spoiler alert, those are all ways to stay isolated and avoid being vulnerable. So gather a tribe or open up to the tribe that you have with what you're working towards. Some people may not understand or may not be on board. That's okay. They're simply not the person for this part of your life. You can love them. You can be around them. They're not the person for this part of your life. You want to make offers to those who get it, who get you and want to be part of the journey. And the beautiful part or the uh, a beautiful part, because there's many in having a tribe, is that they're going to help you stay in alignment after you're successful. They'll be the ones who continue to be honest and supportive and questioning to help maintain your success 
and help you take the next journey that follows on. You know, that's what we do as high achievers. Like we accomplish one thing and then we're like, what's next? I want to go on that journey because there's got to be more. (laughs) So far we've covered, number one, look at how you're judging what you want. Number two, have many reminders. Number three, write down your progress and own it. Number four, be part of a tribe. And finally, number five, are you ready? It's so simple. It's crazy. Breathe. Breathe. It almost sounds trite to say it, but do it anyways. This journey is going to take longer than you want it to. It's not going to be linear, logical, or goal-directed. You're going to learn things the hard way and feel like you wasted precious time and energy and money. You're going to tell yourself sometimes a whole lot that you should be farther ahead and it shouldn't take this long and you should know better and you should have started years ago. In other words, your left brain bully is going to be very active and you'll wonder why you ever started. But here's the antidote. Take a breath. Focus on your senses in the moment, like that feeling of your chest expanding and your diaphragm expanding, the sound of air moving in and out, and allow your mind to just go blank for a, mo- for a moment. Remind yourself that you're alive and you're doing things you've never done before. And any timeline was simply a guess. There's no way you could possibly know how much time it's going to take to get somewhere you've never been. When you're there, you're going to know exactly what it took, how long it took, and the mindset and strategy that was necessary. In the meantime, breathe. When it's tough and you don't know what, <clears throat> when it's tough and you don't know what to do, breathe. When it's easy, in fact, when it's too easy, breathe and savor the moment. The goal really is to reconnect with yourself and your life. That's what the breath does. Staying committed, it's all a mind game. It's optimizing how your mind works and the questions that you're asking of yourself or others. It's a mind game to stay in alignment so that you continue to move forward and continue to honor the gains that you've made. Because when our mind is not disciplined, when our mind is not optimized, it just goes anywhere like a toddler. You know, it just goes, gives into pleasure, gives up when it gets hard. Most people aren't doing this stuff, but we are. And we need each other and we need reminders and we need to breathe when our brain tells us all these crazy things. So most people aren't doing it. Don't take advice from most people and don't follow what they're doing. You may love them, but they're not going to help you on this journey. Once again, here are the five offerings for your journey of staying committed to your calling. Number one, look at how you're judging what you want. Number two, have many reminders. Number three, write down your progress and own it. Number four, be part of a tribe. And number five, breathe. If you're wondering why we're covering things like motivation and staying committed, (laughs) it's because I've set some audacious goals for my life and my work. And here are three. Number one is to lead women warrior healers to be a nationally recognized group and a voice for military women physicians and dentists that are serving or have served in the U.S. military, because we are the ones who have both served and taken care of those who have served around the world, and our perspective and our voice are so important and valuable. The second goal is a running goal for the half marathon in October. And the third goal is to grow my business to help more physicians write powerful and authentic marketing and messaging. 
I've read books, I've attended talks, I've talked with others, and it's time to go. (laughs) So I'm sending you all so much love and support for staying committed to your calling. Keep going. It may feel like you're alone, but you're not. And going back to that's where the tribe matters. I'm glad to be part of your tribe. Keep tuning in. You're welcome to message me at any time. Hello at georgemdcoaching.com. I'd love to hear from you. This matters. Your voice matters. Your life matters. Your work matters. Your calling matters. That's how we make a difference for those that follow us. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.